Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. It is a new season. There are some apps that every one of us has on our phone, like the weather app. That is the coolest app, no pun intended. You're flying from one cold country to the tropics and you want to know what the weather conditions will be like when you touch down. Speaking of weather, there was a time when only the older folks would watch the weather report, but now the meteorologists have taken weather reporting to a whole nother level. We know them by name and we pay more attention to what they have to say with their colorful graphics and all that kind of things. Today, I want us to talk about seasons. I don't know quite what it was like before the flood, but after the flood and the waters had dried down, God made a solemn promise to Noah and his family. As long as the earth endures seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. You'll find that in Genesis 8 and verse 22. That was first said thousands of years ago, and today the seasons continue to come and go with minimum of variety. The wisest man ever, King Solomon, he had something to say about seasons. In Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 1, he says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. There's something we need to acknowledge about seasons. God is the one in charge. He programs the seasons so that they come at the right time every year. Spring, for example, started on March 20 and will end on June 21. Right now it is autumn in Chile in the Southern Hemisphere and then their winter will arrive in mid-June. No politician, no government, no expert from the United Nations can alter the seasons. They are they are people who study the seasons, climate, etc., but they cannot change the seasons. I woke up this morning with a song in my head. It's a new season. It's a new day. I pondered on it. The world of the Christian is one of seasons. I don't mean to be corny, but a simple model of changes in the season is in Psalm 23. There is a season when it is nice and beautiful and the sheep are happy, but then comes the dull season, the least favorite season. That is the season of going through the valley of the shadow of mm, death. And here's what I notice in that model. The good shepherd, he leads the sheep into the various seasons. When they go through the bitter season of struggles and pain, dark clouds and storms, and tough challenges, those are the times when you come close to giving up on God because it seems like he has forgotten you, but he's right there. Those are fearful times, difficult times. Some of us are in the valley season longer than others, like it will never end. One disaster after another. You don't know how much more you can bear. And then things change. We come into a place where you find a table spread before you in the presence of your enemies. It's springtime, a beautiful time, a time of celebration and worship. God is good and life is great. God changes the seasons and for specific reasons. Go back to the Genesis 8:22 passage. There is a season called seed time. 
the time when the farmer plants. Seed time is the time that we plant the seeds, the time when we are busy bringing the good news of Jesus to the world. Sometimes it can be challenging planting. We have to make sure the soil is ready. We have to ensure that there is steady water supply. The young plants as they grow up out of the ground, we have to protect the plants from pests. You know that I'm talking about the devil who is the master pest, right? During the seed time season, we watch the growth of the young plants. We use insecticides and pesticides. We even manage the exposure to the sun. Seed time is a great time for the church. It is encouraging, has its challenge, but it is great. Then later, there's harvest time. Man, this can be dramatic. Sometimes you don't have enough workers to harvest the crops. The melons are huge, the mangoes are sweet, the navel oranges are large, and my goodness, the clusters of grapes are humongous. Harvest time is work, but it is good work because you see the fruits of your labor from springtime when you planted and watered, and now you are reaping. I believe the church is in a new season, a fresh season, an exciting season. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon be blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone... Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Catch that last line. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I believe we are in that season now. Now is the harvest time. The spiritual rains are here and God is pouring out his spirit all over. People all over are coming into a fresh experience with the Holy Spirit. Young people are popping out Jesus messages all over social media. Some churches are seeing tremendous things happening. Some bold persons are advertising their faith on their clothes. Some Christians are going into some tough places with the gospel. Oh, and the technology is working wonders, carrying the good news into some nooks and crannies all over the world and some people don't have to leave their home. The season is exciting. God is pouring out and people are getting saved. Get involved in this new season, my friend. Ask God to pour out his spirit on you too. I'm serious. And get ready to engage people with the message of Jesus and be encouraged. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's an assurance. You don't want to miss this great season and the wonderful things are that are happening. I close with the line from the song I woke up with. It's a new season. It's a new day. Rise up and be part of this new season.